Welcome to the podcast. It is Pat and Stu in for Glenn today. Um, on the, today's program, in the, we talk about Andrew Cuomo and his timeline of disaster in New York. We go through a brand new clip that breaks during the show, which is going to make a lot of noise. Uh, Joe Biden basically telling black people he knows when they're black <laughs> and when they're not. And if they don't vote for him, they're not black. Also, you've got to see the latest from Ami Horowitz, uh, <laughs> so where good. he asks people about whether they believe Tara Reid in the Biden situation or not. Unbelievable. Absolutely. An incredible video. Uh, and uh, a whole lot more. Um, we uh, we appreciate you stopping by and listening to the podcast today. You can always subscribe to this podcast. I'd also recommend that you subscribe to Pat Gray Unleashed. Thank you. Yes. A wonderful podcast. You can also watch that on YouTube. And Stu Does America. Same thing. All available on Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off. Uh, and if you go to YouTube, just search for Stu and I'll be the first page there. Uh, you can subscribe as well and get all of our shows for free. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you could listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, immediately preceding this one or on podcast. At your leisure, any time of the day or night, uh, wherever you get your free podcast, uh, Stu has something going on as well. I'm doing I'm America uh, every night at 8 huh. o'clock Eastern. Stu does America. You can subscribe on uh, anywhere you have your podcast or watch on Blaze TV or on YouTube. Just search for Stu and mm-hmm. I'll, my dumb face will be looking back at you. Stu so. spelled like the, the food you eat no, and out of I, a no stu oh stu okay. and 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 there i will be okay so subscribe if you get a second we had a we, we, we maybe we should do some of this stuff later on andrew cuomo because he is like my personal jihad which by the way mm-hmm. means struggle right he's he's so, my personal struggle. and it's a holy struggle it's if a I'm holy not struggle yeah i have a holy but secular it's a it's a secular, secular holy, holy struggle. struggle because as we know uh <laughs> it's mostly mostly secular <laughs> The Muslim Brotherhood, at mm-hmm. least, is mostly secular. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, and I just I can't understand this fascination with this guy who has been a in an utter disaster, yep. like overseeing the worst parts of the coronavirus pandemic in the entire world. Yeah, not even right. just the United States. Right. I, the only and yet thing. they love him in New York. Yeah. They love him. I know. Well, that's fading. It is fading. I mean, he was up is at 80%. It, it's about time because, yeah. I mean, how do you do such a bad job? In fact, he was sending COVID patients to nursing homes. I believe it to be the worst single decision in the entire pandemic. And he got away with it. He f- now he's actually trying to blame Trump for it. Of course. Of course he is. Because he, where else is he going to go? Wow. He, he, I mean, he instituted a policy which guaranteed the import of COVID-19 positive patients into nursing homes where he himself admitted were the people that were the most vulnerable. Exactly. Uh, And then he also said... It didn't make any sense at all. Imagine you're you're running one of these places, right? You're like, wait, you're going to do what? We don't even have the facilities to deal with a pandemic. We're just a, we're a nursing right. home. That's yeah. like we we can help you know basic medical needs. Obviously, we know nursing homes have those some capabilities, but they're not designed to deal with a pandemic. That's not that's exactly what they're not designed to do. <laughs> and then they all said this, by the way, at the time. Yeah, this is they didn't horrific. Want we do not want this to happen. Then you think, okay, well, if you are if you have someone in your 
in your nursing home, they have COVID-19. You have to let them back in. At least you cannot, though, uh, import new patients that, that aren't your patients in um, uh, that are COVID-19 positive, right? Mm-hmm. So you can test them as they come in and make sure if they're positive. No, he actually prevented the nursing homes from testing the patients. So the, he couldn't, they couldn't even know I, I mean, if they were COVID-19 positive. It, that is, it, it's madness. I madness. don't even understand it. I don't even understand why you would do it. Let me ask you this. If I were to come to you and say, Pat, you know, we got a real problem with old people. There's too many of them. Let's kill them all off. Give me a policy that will do it. Would you design a different policy? No, that would be the best way to do it. Exactly what you do. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, this guy, you know, there's a viral video out there where this guy is punching these people. uh, A nurse is punching these defenseless old people in a nursing home. It's disgusting. A guy got arrested. They did find him. So disturbing. It's It's revolting. But compare that to what Andrew Cuomo did. Yeah, it's worse. You know, there's thousands of dead people because Andrew Cuomo and several other Democratic governors, by the way, instituted this policy or a version of it. And it costs thousands of people their lives uh, in in what is seemingly the most obvious outcome that could be imagined from a policy where you take people who are vulnerable to a pandemic and import intentionally patients inside of a nursing home. Like, of course, this is what is going to happen. Of course. Yeah. It's incomprehensible that they would do this. And finally, after a month and a half, he withdrew the policy, but the damage had been done already. Oh, yeah. Oh, by far. So we've got some... uh interesting uh video to show you concerning uh andrew cuomo coming up and if his brother too just oh. absolute nightmare Ugh. you know in their fight over their mom and who was loved more i don't care yeah it, who your mom loved more i i don't care i about do that i do feel like it, the tides are starting <clears throat> to turn on that like people are so. people are Jeez. sick of the cuomo brothers shtick they're, they're starting to realize Ridiculous. That, you know i think there's a little bit of a rally behind the guy that goes on in a, in a moment like that where you're like you know what he's the only thing we have we better yeah. i hope he's doing a good job you're almost convincing yourself he's doing a good job but now that the it's almost I, like a wartime president yeah mm-hmm. you, you just believe mm-hmm. in hope yeah but we're getting to a point now where people are actually looking at what he's done and you know i can't imagine this holds up but you know look this is this is there's so much partisanship and so much tribalism around this stuff mm-hmm. i mean look, you look at the stuff with biden you were mentioning before with with Tara Reid. Do we believe our, all women or not? Right. I mean, what about the hashtag believe women? That, there was, that was a hash t- hashtag that was circulating during the Me Too stuff. Mm-hmm. Believe women. Mm-hmm. Well, eh. <laughs> Ami Horowitz put that to the test. <laughs> and uh, here's what happened. I'm Ami Horowitz and I'm back in the East Village. Believe all women has been the mantra of the left since the Kavanaugh hearings. But do they really believe that? <laughs> How important is it to believe women? I think it's very important. Very. It's totally. You believe men. Why don't you believe women? Same thing. What's this? Yes. Well, of course, we should believe women. It's fucking important. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> and it will always be important. I'm someone who was sexually assaulted, and yeah, it's uh, it happened in high school. And I was told not to do anything about it because the guy was the star soccer player in high school. Nobody would believe me. Absolutely important. No one believed me. I did 35 years in jail for killing my abuser. 
So I have Holy very crap. strong feelings. Tara Reid, she's the one who's accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault. Do you believe her? I think she's an employee of Trump. I think she's despicable. Do you guys believe Tara Reid? Um, the allegations? No. 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 Do you believe her allegations? Uh, no, no, not really. I don't believe her. <laughs> the timing is also very bizarre, also. With Tara Reid, it just doesn't seem as credible. I personally don't know why she's coming out now. Oh. She should have spoken up earlier, and we need Biden. 27 years ago? I remember mm. 27 years ago. Joe Biden, to be fair, main, he doesn't remember what he had for breakfast today. I actually have the best memory. <laughs> you know, going back to the Brett Kavanaugh, I thought they mm. were... She was very credible. Can you explain to us, to the audience, kind of the difference between <laughs> Tara Reid's allegations and the allegations of Christine Blasey Ford of the, of the uh, Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You know, I don't know, but I recall since my memory is so. <laughs> to specifically say. I actually have the best memory. Biden's not going around saying, yo, I love beer. And like, I mean, I don't know if you saw Kavanaugh talk, but that was just. He's not going around saying, I love beer. That's crazy. Hashtag believe all women. Thank you. Hey, have a good one. Bye. Thanks. Believe all women. All right, peace, guys. Believe all women. Yeah. Take, take care. care. God, that's so Well, hard. I mean, all. Except Tara Reid. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't we make that clear in the first place with the Believe All Women thing? It was all except her, ex- except anybody who says something about a guy we want to vote for. I mean, Ami Horowitz has, he does such a good job. Oh, that was things. great. Because yeah, there's something convincing about him where it doesn't feel to these people on the street that he's coming off as like, I'm making a point. Right. about your hypocrisy like <laughs> right. he, he's somehow able to keep them in this mode where they think they're talking to someone friendly mm-hmm. and it is a i mean it is a disaster yeah it's so it's, it really is pathetic i mean it's shown that entire movement to be a sham a sham at least as it relates to democrats and their you know their mm-hmm. their kavanaugh stuff it's so obviously just partisan nonsense they don't care. They yep. never. They never cared for a second about Christine Blasey Ford. Oh, never not cared about her not or what may or may not have happened to her. Right. They didn't care for a second. And the fact, I mean, it was proven because as soon as Kavanaugh gets on the Supreme Court, have they mentioned her once? Nope. Don't even remember not that, that she I've was, heard. I have they have they filed charges against uh, Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> I, I missed it. Nope. If they did, because they could. Nope. And I mean, for them to say, "Oh, that was twenty-seven years ago. Why now?" Blasey Ford was 37 years ago. Yeah. And to think about so think about the differences here, Pat. We have absolute proof that Tara Reid worked in the office with Joe Biden. Yes. Let's just start there. We have right. no evidence, as far as I can remember, that Christine Blasey Ford even ever met right. Brett Kavanaugh, let alone yeah, was at the party no the night of, in question, which we don't know what the night is in question because she couldn't remember. We don't know it. what the night is. We, we don't know, know what the house is. We don't know the date. Yeah. We don't know any of it. We do know that uh, people do remember Tara Reid disappearing oddly yep. out of, in the middle of her job for no reason. We do know that she said that her mother called in to uh, Larry King. Larry King. And which we do, it did happen. She did. She did. Yeah. We do know that she told multiple people over the years that this did occur and they backed up that story and they backed up that story now look that does not mean joe biden did this right people like but it lends credence to the story for sure it certainly does right it's you know we have a justice system for a reason Mm -hmm. and you know look if you if everyone 
if we decided we wanted to take out some important person, we could all easily align our stories uh, and say, okay, say this, you say this, you say this. Three or four people absolutely could do that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's what happened here. I don't know. Um, but it could happen. The Larry King thing is a lot more difficult to do. Yeah. Right, really difficult. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a national show. Just getting on that show, I'm sure at the time, was probably difficult. For her to get on and be able to say that and then have it be recognized as the person, then they go find the tape. So and you're the, doing that in 1993, what, setting up your 2020 allegation? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, exactly. I don't think that that's true. Though, I would say she never mentioned rape, right? She no. did mention a problem yeah. with the with so we don't yes. know what the level of that accusation was and i would say too um it's possible that you get fired you create a fiction you tell people to justify what happened and it, it turns into a long-term story is it possible yes it's possible in the way that all sorts of crazy things are possible people win the lottery multiple times mm-hmm. so it's possible Sure, it's possible that these things go on, but it's very unlikely. It's possible monkeys may way. fly out my butt. Exactly. It's just not likely. It's not likely. You know, it's not likely. The perc- I don't know how many monkeys so far, you've tried to store. So far, none. None. Yeah. It's probably the best so, number to, to try to store there. Yeah. yeah. But you Zero. Know, there are crazy things but that there, happen, right? There are crazy things. Like a guy, a guy sat home in the 1980s, and he started watching Press Your Luck, the game show. And he had a VHS recorder. And he methodically recorded where the boxes <laughs> bounce around the outside border until he figured out that one specific block never turned into a whammy that would cost him all of his money. So he sat there and studied the patterns and recognized that it repeated, then went to, uh, to, to, the, to California, got on the show, press your luck. And was able to win like 10 times as much as any other candidate or any other contestant because he knew all of the patterns. He had memorized how the game board worked. (laughs) That happened in real life. Then that Mm -hmm. guy left with all of his money and wound up losing all of it and various scams and other things. That's a real story. It's a story that actually occurred, wow. and he went on the run at the end of his life before he died. All of that actually happened. It was going to be, it was scheduled at one point to be a Bill Murray movie, and what a fantastic movie that would have been. They never made it. Why didn't they do it? I don't know. I don't know what oh, happened. I mean, eventually this is going to be a movie, but it's a great story, and it's a, yeah. you know, it's a, real, a real guy who did this. But, like, you know, crazy stories happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, all of these things adding up would at least indicate that it goes well beyond the standard of proof that Democrats have wanted for any Republican in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. You know, any time... I mean, we remember the James Comey situation where the whole point was contemporaneous notes. He took a contemporaneous note and that was proof that, that <laughs> X, Y, and Z happened. All he did... The guy... One guy just wrote down, yeah, this happened. And that was enough for everybody on the yeah. left. Yeah. He, these are contemporaneous notes. She told all these people at the time that this went on, and it's not believe all women anymore. That's dead. It's gone. Completely it's, dead. We never meant it. And when you ask them, well, wait a minute, what about believe all women? And you have someone who's maybe a little bit um, more <laughs> more thoughtful than the people that Ami ran into. 
what they will say is, no, we didn't mean believe all women all the time, no matter what. What we what, what we said is we need to listen to women, and then you know, obviously, yeah, yeah, we have what the due said. process yeah. that goes on. And you, wait, wait, oh, you're just describing what we've been saying <laughs> right. the whole time, and we still continue to say it today. That's the difference yeah. between a lot of a lot of people on the left in the media and and a lot of people on the right. I I have not heard one person change their standard on the right on this. Everyone's saying, mm-hmm. like, look, you can't convict him over this stuff. You might want to because you want him to lose the presidency, but that's not the way we operate in this country. The best of the Glenn Beck program. On Stu Does America, you've been talking about uh, Andrew Cuomo lately and the great job that he's been doing because he has done some kind of job. I mean, what is it? Only a third of all deaths come from New York mm. uh, from this COVID virus, right? Isn't it like a third of all deaths almost? Yeah. And uh, the worst uh, of the basically the entire world's COVID outbreak was in New York. Was in New York, and you mm-hmm. have to, and that that kind of downplays it a little bit because all of New Jersey and Connecticut's breakouts, of course, are because also of New related York. of New York. And mm-hmm. when you look at the uh, the genetic makeup of the virus around the country, about 80% of the outbreaks around the country Come are from, from New, York. New York. So, <laughs> ju- but other than that, the results are there, Pat. The results yeah, are there. Other than that, Andrew Cuomo's done an unbelievable job. He has. Um, you know, sure, if you compare it to anyone else in, in the entire world, no. Because, like, I mean, you would absolutely, if given, if there was a draft pick, who do you want to uh, run your your, uh, your COVID-19 response? And the choices were Andrew Cuomo, the guy who was dealing, in, he was from, he's from Northern Italy, out of the University of Northern Italy, <laughs> the Lombardy region. Uh, he, you got him, or you could just get some random guy selling bats in Wuhan. I think I go Wuhan yes. at this point. Yes, I certainly am going with I hope I don't have the third pick and I'm stuck with Cuomo. I'll tell you that. So Cuomo, uh, we were going through this and we decided to build a series out of this. Just going through the timeline of Andrew Cuomo. Think about this. This is start in March. I won't even I won't give him any heat for stuff in January and February. Uh, You know, people didn't necessarily know what was going on. But towards the end of February, it started really ramping up and, and all over the world. March starts at this point. You got to know, especially in New York, major travel hub. This is a big deal. So March 1st is the first case announced in New York. Okay. March 2nd, here's Andrew Cuomo. In this situation, the facts defeat fear because the reality is reassuring. Oh, Mm. it is deep Mm -hmm. breath time. Oh, just take a deep breath, Pat. Okay. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Sounds like we're going to be fine, right? Yeah, well, now, we are. If you if you if you thought that he wasn't taking this health challenge seriously, I can see how you might take that from that particular statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to look at his website, which is where he puts the real meat of his policy. And he made a major statement. They carried it on the website on March 3rd, and he did take serious action uh, against this health crisis. And this epidemic, and of course, by this epidemic, I mean the vaping epidemic. Oh. Uh, what he wrote on his site, the nicotine, <laughs> nicotine vaping epidemic is a scourge on our state and our nation. That was March 3rd? March 3rd. Okay. So everyone else is like, hey, COVID-19 is kind of scary, but what about vaping? <laughs> now, I will say, 
everyone is going to look back and think about March 2020 as the month of the vaping epidemic. That's clearly what the history books are going to say. Uh, and, and he was right on top of that. Now, um, while people were kind of passing this virus all, all over the city, Cuomo launched a petition against vaping and, quoting the website, the campaign also includes a new hashtag, no vape NY. Now, if we have only thought to fight the virus with a hashtag, that could have worked out pretty well. You know? Yeah, but he didn't think of that. Hashtag no Corona NY. Hashtag down uh, with COVID. Yeah. Hashtag Cuomo don't get sucks. It. Yeah, right. don't, don't get it. Hashtag, hashtag don't, don't, get, don't it. get it. Yeah. That would have done that it. That could have done right it. Right there. Yep. But, 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 but unfortunately, he didn't think of that. <sighs> March uh, 6th, we're up to now. We're 44 cases in New York. Andrew Cuomo uh, still could not believe that you were worried about it. We have more people in this country dying from the flu than we have dying from coronavirus. Mm. <clears throat> now, that's one of those things that gets you kicked out of the media these days. Yeah. Uh, if you were conservative and said that, a lot of people were really, I mean, poor Dr. Drew <laughs> got dragged through the mud by the left for that exact statement. Uh, but here's mm-hmm. Andrew Cuomo doing it. Um, so don't worry about it. Just the flu. Continue to sneeze on each other. Everything's fine. March 8th, New York hits triple digits, 105 known cases. We all know it's a lot higher than that in reality. Cuomo continues to tell everyone not to change their lives around all that much. If you can move to a train car that is not as dense, if you see a packed train car, let it go by, wait for the next train. Same with the, uh, if you're taking a bus. Now, oh. don't avoid public transit. No, no. But just uh, take a less crowded one. Take a less crowded one, a less dense one. Uh-huh. Now, I would argue you should probably try to find a governor that's less dense. However, I understand, I guess, his point here, and he, at least he's making a little progress. Cuomo made sure to emphasize that the most important thing that New Yorkers could do was basically lay back and chillax. Keep it all in perspective. I know there's a whole frenzy about it. The facts do not justify the frenzy, period. Mm. The biggest problem we have in this situation is fear, not the virus. No. The virus we can handle. Oh. It's the fear. And the fear is just unwarranted. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear Mm -hmm. that Andrew Cuomo can handle the virus. And you were so worried, Pat, that entire time. Mm -hmm. I can remember. I was freaking out. Freaking out. the governor of south dakota makes that statement it's probably fine if the governor of wyoming makes that statement it's probably fine although if those people made it since they're republicans they would get trashed in the media constantly but andrew cuomo is presented as this hero in this situation the very next day cuomo continued to berate the idiocy of people who thought this might be a big problem Context, all these numbers, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? All day long, I have people calling me up and saying, I hear all these numbers, what does it mean? It means you find the positives, you reduce the spread. What is the bottom line? What does this mean? People are reacting like this is the Ebola virus. This is not the Ebola virus. This hysteria that you see, this fear that you see, the panic that you see, is unwarranted. Mm -hmm. We have dealt with worse viruses. Oh, many times. This spreads like the flu. Yeah. uh, But most people will have it and they get on with their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, there you go. Just that easy. Now, I will say you may have noticed a a tad bit, an undercurrent of criticism here from me on Andrew Cuomo. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And in interest of fairness, this actually turns out to be his best moment of the entire response. Why? He actually got something right. It's very rare for Andrew Cuomo in this period. He is correct. COVID-19 is not the Ebola virus. In fact, COVID-19 would go on to kill more people in just New York Mm -hmm. in just the first three weeks of April than Ebola has in all of human history. (laughs) So he is correct. It is not Ebola. Mm -hmm. Gold star for that little answer from Andy. We're up to March 9th, uh, also the day that Cuomo attempted a media stunt aimed at the generally at the vilification of capitalism, but specifically Amazon. Uh, for their supposed price gouging over hand sanitizer. This is 75% alcohol. It also has a, comes in a variety of sizes. It has a very nice mm-hmm. floral bouquet. Ugh. A little I detected lilac, Ugh. hydrangea, tulips. What does it smell like to you? that clip gives me chills for some reason i don't know what it is him talking about the floral bouquet it's made me like hate hydrangeas for the rest of my life and notice the man in the middle of the pandemic response literally reaches his hand out so the guy next to him can smell it that is (laughs) uh the press conference was basically cuomo bragging that he can beat the market price with hand sanitizer using prison labor which is really easy to beat all market prices when you're using essentially slave labor prices uh for all of your employees which of course later we found out that he wasn't even doing that he was just bottling the hand sanitizer with with the prison labor not actually making it so he was lying as well Um, but that's like the 3000th most annoying thing about that clip. Uh, the fact that he's getting people to smell his lilac hands is, I just, it grosses me out even watching it. March, March 11th. Now there's 216 cases in New York known, uh, of coronavirus. And Andrew Cuomo is doing shtick at his press conferences, attempting, I would argue, a worse Irish accent than even Barack Obama. Listen. Well, I'm authorized, you know, by St. Patrick. That's who. Oh, yes. I have the highest authorization. Sure. What? Wow. What is that accent? Wow. I don't know what that is. It makes me dislike Ireland. The entire country. It makes Irish people dislike Ireland, which is a, is a really, I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're pretty Irish, Pat. Pretty Irish. Do you now hate Ireland? I do. Okay, good. I do. Um, so then he has an interview scheduled. And of course, by itself, that's not really all that notable. Um, Andrew Cuomo loves seeing Andrew Cuomo on television uh, more than anyone else in the entire world. Uh, He gets Mm -hmm. that exposure all the time. So there is one place, though, he couldn't go to get interviewed. One place. CNN with his brother, Chris Cuomo. Why? Because CNN had banned Chris Cuomo from interviewing Andrew Cuomo, which is an obvious thing for a journalistic organization to do because you can't have your host as a journalist interviewing his brother on television so in Mm -hmm. 2013 they institute this ban it lasts for seven years and then in the middle of a pandemic they're like yeah i guess now is the time for the softest of softball interviews uh that of course leads to uh, cnn lifting the ban and it unleashed journalism like this 
Governor Andrew Cuomo to everybody else, uh, my big brother, I'm proud of you. I love you. Thank you for explaining uh, the hard parts and what's going to have to happen so that we can get to a better place in the future. God bless. I'll talk to you in a second. Proud of you. (laughs) Wow. So they're both proud of each other. They're both proud of each other. They both love each other. It's good to know. Uh, And that, of course, has escalated to, I think it was yesterday or the day before his fiasco, where now he's doing like carrot top props and bringing out like, you know, nasal swabs uh, of Chris Cuomo to joke with his brother about his size of his nose. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. This is so many, so many reasons to vote for this guy. Here's yet another one. I I mean, Pat, did we not start the show today saying, you know what is a smart strategy to hide Joe Biden and not let him talk? (laughs) And it is a smart strategy as they found out today, because today they decided, you know what we should do? Let him talk. And this clip is unbelievable. I mean, it would be (laughs) disqualifying for a Republican to say this. Like you're out. The race is over. Uh, somehow they're going to try to make sense of this, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to, to say if, if they think, if you listen to this clip and you tell me this guy's going to survive the, the, the magnifying glass of I don't see how he election. can, quite honestly. I don't see how you can. He's talking to uh, Charlemagne the God, who does a lot oh. of interviews. He actually does a lot of big interviews, um, and he has a very big audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Biden trying to court African-American voters... Here's the exchange. Well, you know, Thank you so much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media. Okay, let's just, let me so, stop it real quick. <laughs> just to set this up. Uh, I didn't realize this part was included as well. So what you're hearing is the interview's been going on for a while, and the PR guy steps in and tries to stop the interview. Again, I will say a good move. <laughs> uh, so And Charlemagne is pissed off because they're cutting him off and not giving him access. And he says, you can't do that to black media. Now, I don't know why. I guess you can do it to white media. I don't know what that means. Is there white media? Maybe. I don't know. Um, wow. But you can't apparently cut off an interview short with black media. Biden tries to talk about why he has to leave um, because obviously there's only one, I would assume, one place they can do interviews. There's other interviews scheduled. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he says something else. That happens so, to all media, by yeah, the way. But yeah, of course. Of course it happens Jeez. to all media. I don't, I, I don't understand why race would be brought into that. It's not like the, the, the Democratic Party is not saying, oh, well, we won't talk to black audiences. They want to. They just don't want Joe Biden to say things like this when they talk <laughs> to black media. Here is uh, the clip again. Well, you know, Thank you so the- much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media. You I can't do that to white media and black media because my wife has to go on at 6 o'clock. Okay. Oh, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions you got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has I to mean, do with the fact. Whoa. That's I, an amazing statement. I am flabbergasted by him. I mean, first of all, the cringeworthy Jeez. use of ain't in mm-hmm. the middle of that. You ain't black. I mean, come on. If a republic. 
Oh, I don't even have to say it. I don't even have yeah. to say it. You can finish the sentence. <laughs> right. uh, but he is now, we are now at the point yes. where apparently it's okay for a Democratic candidate, a white guy, to white-splain to black people what qualifies them as black. That is now the cool thing to do. You like It's okay now for old white guys to go to black people and say, oh, you, you count as black. Mm-hmm. And you, you do not. And insinuate that if you do something that he disagrees with, it's okay to stereotype mm-hmm. an entire race of people. Now, I thought that was racism. Uh, it would I, be. The stereotyping wow. by, by color of skin would be racism, Pat. Wow. Would uh, now, it really? I didn't... Now, I am also the type hmm. that thinks if you were to eliminate one of the two genders, and I did say, I know, two genders, it, one of the two genders, if you were to eliminate them, you would be a sexist. Mm-hmm. However, when Joe Biden has said he will only select a woman to be his vice presidential candidate, that is not sexist. Here, I guess <laughs> they'll try to give us the same spin, that that is somehow not racially Racist. insensitive yeah. at the very least so insulting but i mean this is so typical of what we went back to talking about with kanye west kanye west went from a brilliant black artist to a white guy when he decided to support donald trump mm-hmm. and that has been the way they have treated him ever since he threw that hat on it's true and here you see joe biden saying the quiet thing out loud and this, you ain't black it don't have nothing to do with trump it- I mean, that is, it's wow. the type of thing that they all think in the Democratic Party. They all think it. All the people at the top, all those, all the white people at the top think black people only count when they agree with us. And here they are admitting it out mm-hmm. loud. And this is why Joe Biden shouldn't be given any interviews. They should just hide him because this is what happens. He's now coming out and admitted the thing that the Democratic Party has been trying to hide for how long? And here it is in full audio, full video, mm-hmm. where he tells black people they are not black unless they vote for him. Can you believe he would say something like no, that? No Republican gets away with that. No. No Republican. 